to the CineScare Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Matt Speak. And I am also one of your hosts, Joe Jans. And with us, as always, is the super fan, Mr. Mark Piscati. Hello, everybody. And, uh, of course, this, this, this week we don't have Jimmy. He had a, a little family emergency. Nothing, t- nothing too bad, but uh, he wasn't going to be able to make it. So Our hearts still go out to Jimmy McJames and his family. That's right. Um, but so it's it's like old times it's just the three of us (laughs) (laughs) old times like three episodes ago yeah (laughs) exactly here we go yeah i i if i could before we get too rolling into this i'd like to take time to offer my public apology from my snafu from last episode when i was referring to the blues (laughs) brothers and i i I mistakenly mentioned Jim Belushi instead of the iconic classic comedian, John Belushi. Sacrilege. Um, Sacrilege. My parents have officially started the paperwork to disown me because of that guffaw. And uh, I do sincerely apologize. And I will do the best that I can to make sure that never happens again. Yeah. I don't think I, I don't think Matt and I or or uh, James actually noticed because we would have never no. thought of you making that mistake and it just flew over our head. No, yeah. and actually to to pull back the curtain a bit, when I lived in Chicago, when I first moved up there, just to show how big of a diehard fan I was of the Blues Brothers, the only reason I never got lost in Chicago when I first moved up there is because I always knew the address of Wrigley Field. Because when Elwood renewed his license, he renewed it as 1060 West Addison. So I always knew uh, how far north, south, east, and west I was based off of that marker. So <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Well, uh, I guess we are back this week with. Uh, I did watch, actually, this week, I think I watched more movies this week or this last couple weeks than. I have for a while in terms of movies that aren't I feel like the last couple episodes, I've barely watched anything that wasn't theme related, but I watched a few this time. So, uh, Joe, did you watch, what did you watch that was untheme related? Uh, I know I (laughs) not sound like a broken record. Uh, but I, I watched mad God again. (laughs) Uh, It was just, I was Jeez. looking for something to put on in the background, and I put it on. Uh, I watched This Is Guar, which is the documentary oh. on Shudder about the ultra super mega band Guar. Right. How was that? Universe. Uh, long. I really like the band. I like the story, but that movie shouldn't have been two hours long or just slightly over. <laughs> um, uh-huh. It was interesting. I learned quite a lot. It was extremely educational. And um, I did enjoy it, but I think that story could have been condensed into about an hour and a half, and I would have been much happier. Did they uh, show how they made their uh, costumes by any chance? Uh, They didn't exactly. I mean, it's not like it was a tutorial or anything, but you did see clips of them making stuff and you you get the history of the band. And, you know, they they all spawned from a bunch of art students uh, to begin with. So um, there were guys that were making this originally just for a movie that they wanted to make. And uh, one guy who was pioneering, trying to make this movie kind of shared a loft space with another guy that was just in a punk band and their past cross. It was like Reese's peanut butter cups, two great tastes that taste great together, you know, and they got chocolate in each other's <laughs> peanut butter. And next thing you know, they've melded the two uh, punk rock and, uh, and, and this gore movie thing. And it magically made Guar, so hmm. it was it was interesting. If you like rock documentaries, or as I like to call them, rockumentaries, then uh, give it a give it a watch. Nice, yeah. yeah. Especially uh-huh. if you've seen them in concert. I haven't. Yeah. I you have. have. You I mean, have. I've, I've seen it's videos it's... of them in concert, but it was yeah. it was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> one of the biggest mosh, one of the biggest indoor mosh pits I've ever been in. Oh yeah, get me away from mosh pits. I I, I saw my first like real mosh pit was uh, Ministry, and I almost died. Oh, I almost died. Was that yeah. at Lollapalooza? No, uh, it it was back in the nineties, but it was it was scary. It was scary. 
Yeah. Yeah. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll never, I'll never go in a mosh pit again after that. I'm, I'm too little. <laughs> uh, and I also watched atrocious or atros. I forget. <laughs> atros. 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 Yeah. However it's pronounced. So God damn it, Joe. Uh, I, I found this movie called atrocious. Um, I can't remember what year it was made or even where it was filmed, but it's one of those, uh, what ultra violent, like found found footage. Like they dare you to keep watching. Uh, I've made it through the entire film and it's, it's absolutely disgusting. Uh, what was the other irreversible? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It was similar in style, or I guess in, in what they're trying to put on, on the screen as, uh, as irreversible, uh, just utterly disgusting should have never been made, but I managed to sit through the whole thing and, uh, and ate a bag of chips while watching it. So, (laughs) um, there's, there's pudding. pudding. uh, Yeah. There's, um, genital decapitation and, and evisceration. Um, it's, it is not for the weak of heart. I thought I I thought I could get through the movie. I couldn't. I I think I got thirty five minutes and I, I was done. I just I couldn't do it. I just oh, couldn't do it. You, yeah, you missed a whole. Yeah, yeah, you missed a lot then. Oh, you yeah. Matt, wait, you saw it? Yeah, we texted about it the yesterday. I didn't really think it was that big of a deal. Like, really, I, you know, I I was thinking about this, and and you know, back in the day, I dated somebody who liked to try to make you jealous. You know, like, have you ever dated somebody that like played games like that, where they're always trying to make you jealous, always flirting with somebody trying to make you jealous. And the fact that they're trying to make you jealous doesn't make you jealous. It just makes you like, this is ridiculous, you know? Mm -hmm. And I felt a little bit like that of this movie. Like it was trying really hard to be shocking and that's all it was really trying to do to me. And I I just kind of was like, it, it, I, I did not find it anywhere near as disturbing as as irreversible like that traumatized me that movie and this i just i was like well it's just some people they're trying to be as edgy as they can be i i didn't you know obviously i think the average person should not watch this movie though i mean we've watched a lot of it this is post french extreme but i still think the french are the best at this um yeah and, it's, it's a good story you know right they yeah have actors and and this whatnot. is it was found footage basically mixed with some uh with uh, whatever regular narrative um mm. it, it reminded me a little bit in its structure of v v a was it vhs did you ever oh, watch those anthologies yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, a little sense. bit of that because they were searching and they find videotape and then they, and then they watch, you know, watch it. So it's one of those where there's an actual storyline going on, but it pauses every now and then to show a crime that's done by these, these, um, serial killers. And, uh, and, and you see uh, them, they videotape themselves when they're doing these horrible things to, um, you know, a trans prostitute, uh, a, a female prostitute, the, parents of one of the characters and and they do i mean obviously there's some really despicable things in this but it didn't have the impact on me that you know maybe i'd also had it built up quite a bit before i started watching it by you guys but um but it didn't i I didn't you know i was i just like i said it was it felt like they were trying so hard to be shocking that it it lost that I think it required a little bit of buildup. If I just told you guys, hey, <laughs> well, yeah, you guys, you guys should watch this movie, Atroz, right? Or yeah. Atrocities, or whatever it's called. No, um, it wasn't just totally that. Them, yeah, yeah, it to- it wasn't totally that. Like, it, I, I think if I had watched it even cold, I I would have felt you probably the same. turned it off. Maybe no, no, I would have felt the same way. Like I, they are trying really hard to shock me. Right? Oh now. yeah, that's yeah. that's the prime directive of this film is shock right. factor, shock factor, shock factor. Yeah. Um. So it, yeah, I, I I got exhausted just watching that the thirty seconds. I, I was going no 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 oh no no, and then I was like why why? And I just got exhausted and I yeah turned it off and I tried it a little bit and then things started happening. 
And I just, I don't, I, I just stopped it. I said, I don't want to watch this. I just yeah, don't. I mean, there's a, there's a point where a character gets revenge on another character. Uh, and there is a, a phallus <laughs> with wrapped in bar in barbed wire with a camera on it that goes inside yeah. the character, <laughs> one of the characters. Okay. It's a little bit much. You yeah. Know? It's a, it's a oh bit like, come yeah. on people. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's obviously that's something I've never seen before. Uh, and I'm sure and that's never planned to see again. And I hope I never have to see it again. Um, but yeah, it, I mean, it's definitely interesting, but I, I didn't come away from it. Like, you know, that I think some of the French extreme movies that we watch, like inside irreversible and martyrs as difficult as they were to watch at times, there was a story that, that kind of wrapped you up in it a bit. You know, I, I felt like irreversible went that, that one scene, the big rape scene is way too long, but at the same time, there's, there's a method to the madness that I can, this was just kind of, you know, it reminded me a little bit of Poughkeepsie, Poughkeepsie tapes a little bit like that. Right. Did you ever see that one? I don't think the, I did. The Poughkeepsie tapes, Poughkeepsie no. tapes or whatever it's no, pronounced. No, no, yeah. no, no, uh, no. Like it, Matt, Matt pronounced it right, I think. Poughkeepsie? I don't know how to pronounce it. It's a Poughkeepsie town in New York, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I never saw it. Joe, did you see I that? believe I, I did. Mean, I, I uh, saw was that the? Was that like a uh, about a whole town? That, now was there something in the water or something like that? No, it was a serial killer who left behind all these tapes of him doing all oh, these. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah, and they had like hundreds and hundreds of right. tapes. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I Remind I me a little of that, I guess. It was sort of, you know, just one extreme thing after the next and loosely tied together with a storyline. But or, or like VHS is like that, too. But yeah. VHS, I thought, was more interesting because it's a, more of an anthology. And this was just one series of events after the next. But yeah. Um, anything else, Joe? Uh, yeah, I actually watched a new release on Amazon prime called master, which is about a, uh, African-American woman that is, uh, gets a new job as like a headmaster at a college, an all white, very prestigious Ivy league college. Mm. And, um, it also focuses on a younger African-American girl that gets, um, she's accepted as a student. And it's a uh, more of a psychological thriller, really pulling back the curtain on the horrors of um, racism, you know, oh, about yeah. how it's interpreted on both sides of the aisle. Yeah. And uh, there's somewhat of a ghost story along the lines of it as well. Uh, it was, it's thought provoking, uh, a couple of jump scares worth a watch. I, I did recommend it. I did like it quite a bit. And uh, lastly, I started watching. I never finished it. There's a movie on Netflix called The House, which is, again, another stop motion uh, animation. Hmm. Uh, it's it's more along the lines. It's like three little movies in an anthology, all revolving around something taking place in this house. Uh, the first section of this, the first little movie is bizarre. Uh, it's this little farm uh family and all of a sudden they get a knock on the door and they're presented with this offer this man wants to build you this giant mansion it'll be totally yours and all the land but you just got to do whatever we say and you got to go live in it and then we get to take over your old house and they of course do and they they move in and very strange things start to happen very strange things happen with the house uh that one's well well worth it but the second one's more of a uh, more of a modern tale, and uh, it really started to lose my interest, and I never ended up finishing it from there. But again, this is very uh, intriguing methods of their stop motion animation. It was uh, very well done. Hmm. So nice. That was it. Okay. Nice. Uh, Mark, did you watch anything non theme related? Uh, I, Other I than Atraz. Well, thirty minutes of it. Um, I I watched Nope. Uh, oh yeah, I, yeah. And and you saw it too, Matt. Right. Yeah. What did you think? Uh, I thought it was fun. I I enjoyed it. I didn't, you know, uh, I didn't have a strong reaction to it. I thought it was a, you know, I gave it three and a half stars cuts or whatever. I thought it was good. Uh, not great. I think it could have yeah. been trimmed a little bit. 
uh, and I think it would have been a lot tighter, but I liked it. You know, I didn't really, I, I didn't think, I know a lot of people talked about a lot of the symbolism in that night. I didn't see a lot there or it didn't really, you know, um, ring that true to me. I, when it was just a more of an adventure kind of Spielbergian tale, uh, I I thought it was most effective then. I liked the whole part of the monkey memory. Yes. One one character. Um, uh, it's hard to talk about and tell what it's about without giving away too much but uh, basically this this family lives out in the middle of uh california uh not far from where my wife michelle uh grew up actually and um they have a horse ranch and they they basically train horses for movies and there's something in the sky happening whether it's an alien or what you know and 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 so they're trying to capture it on film so they can make money from that. And that's the basic premise. And I thought it was interesting. It had a little, you know, some of that, um, close encounters feel to that's, it. That's what I got from it. And I, yeah. I got a little bit of jaws. So it's kind of yeah. like territorial, got a little bit of that. Um, yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I, I enjoyed the film, uh, too, but, um, I thought it really started lagging at the end. It kind of fell apart a little bit. I didn't like the ending, how it happened. Um, this spontaneous mm. thing i can't say like yeah what no i i i agree the ending i i didn't yeah. care for the way it ended uh so let me see i i watched uh actually one a pretty good one on on shutter called moloch uh m o l o c h and this is a dutch film about a family that lives out in the northern Nether- Netherlands, uh, and their family gets attacked by a random stranger one night. It's just somebody from the town or somebody from the area, but a, a stranger, and they don't understand. There's no explanation for it, and so this the the main woman who was really good in it. I have a feeling we're going to see her in American in some American movies, um, but. She, uh, she's got just a great look and, and she's really good in it. And her name is Sally Harmson. Anyway, she, she starts to investigate what's going on and she finds there's a bit of a curse on her family. And, uh, and, and so it, it's really interesting. It's kind of full horror slash slash, you know, kind of a witch sort of situation, uh, I gave it three and a half stars. It, it, I really enjoyed it. It's it's definitely a bit of a slow burn. Uh, it takes its time. It's not you know, it's it's it probably could pick up the pace a little bit, but I I really enjoyed it. So that was Moloch on on Shutter, and I think it was just released on Shutter. If I'm not mistaken, might have been last weekend or the weekend before. I can't remember now, but and of course I saw Atroz. And I think that is, yeah, that's all I watched that was non-theme related. So um, uh, the only other thing I have to say is I do I do have a date for the release of my new novel, The Last Atta House. Boy, atta boy. It's going to be coming out September 20th. Uh, so we've got the... I've been posting stuff about it. So if you want to follow my author facebook account it's matthew speak on um matthew speak i think it's facebook.com backslash or forward slash matthew speak author anyway or uh there's matthewspeak.com or just follow cinescare because i'll post on there too so hey i i know this is your book and your idea but i think maybe we'd have to announce this a little later but uh maybe we should give away a signed copy Ooh, that's a good idea. Yeah, yeah, or a few signed copies. Yeah, that's fine. And and also, um, I I, I think uh, maybe do uh, uh, an episode when you uh, release the book and do a little thirty minute interview with you and uh, talk about the uh, your novel. Yeah, yeah, no. Uh, when we get closer, definitely we can uh, talk a little bit about, um, you know, the novel. Sure. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. So get inside um, Matthew speaks brain. Yeah. That's it's a frightening place. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, Mark, this is your episode. 
so why don't it's you? It's not my episode. It's well, not it's, my episode. It's, it's, it is your pick. It's, you this pick. isn't my fault. This isn't no. Well, yeah. <laughs> it's not that bad. It's not the Lost hey, Boys. Joe, it's, Joe's giving you a round of applause. Thanks, Joe. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's I, not that bad. I think it's, it's not about that the. Bad. That's about the level of praise I'd give this, this <laughs> these movies, probably. No, right, Joe? unacceptable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So uh, what what I picked was aquatic horror, and uh, yeah, I picked aquatic horror because, in my opinion, it's probably the closest thing plausible to sci-fi horror, and uh, there is over eighty percent of the ocean unexplored. We don't know what's out there in the sea. And what we do know is absolutely terrifying in the ocean. It, I mean, you got sharks, giant octopuses, and squids, eight tons of pressure of a square inch when you get, you know, too deep in the ocean. And uh, I'm, I'm not scared of much things, but uh, the ocean scares the shit out of me. And, like, I will never swim in the ocean, ever. Um I don't want to get eaten. Um, yes, you could get eaten by a grizzly on land, but you know, I live in Illinois. I live close to Chicago, and I know for a fact I'm not going to get eaten by a bear. So that's the only upside of living in Illinois. Um, but uh, so I picked uh, five movies that I thought would be fun to watch, and hopefully, you guys had some fun watching. No, it's not six. We didn't do the Meg. We didn't do the Meg because. <laughs> Because I picked the Meg, and unfortunately, you you have to rent it for like three ninety nine, and everyone saw the Meg, and everybody was very displeased that we had to watch the Meg, and so I said, you know what, scrap it. So we're not reviewing the Meg, we're not reviewing it. We're just going to do five films, and I think it's a good uh, a good you know five films to uh, jump and dive into. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so let's start it off, right? Go for it. Yep. All right. So uh, we're going to start off with the 2019 film Crawl. Nice. Yes. Yes. And it's uh, starting. I'm going to. I'm going to massacre this woman's name, Kaya Scolar Scarallo. <laughs> I can't do it. That oh sounds no! Good. Somebody's <laughs> going to get an email. Well, I can. I can. I can do the the, the next actor very easily. Barry Pepper. Uh, from Saving Private Ryan and and uh, uh, of course the uh, the legendary uh, Battlefield Earth, <laughs> um, but this is I'm gonna I'm gonna massacre this name again. Uh, the director, directed by Alexandre Aja 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 Aja. Yes. What show? Who also directed uh, uh, French Extreme as uh, High Tension, uh, the remake yep. of The Hills Have Eyes, which I fucking love. I love that film. Yeah, it was and, good. Yeah, and, uh, of course, uh, a fan favorite of mine is uh, Piranha 3D because that is just a real fun film. We should have actually uh, did that for a sixth movie because that's a great film. It's a fun watch. Yeah, that would have been good. It's not like you didn't have dozens upon dozens of aquatic horror films to choose from i i i understand that i understand that but we'll we'll get into something later uh later uh, at the end of the episode and uh i'll and i'll do my grievances there um so let's let's talk about the the plot uh a young woman in a floridian town tries to save her father uh during a category five hurricane finds herself trapped in a flooding house and must fight for her life against a slew of hungry alligators. I mean, that's that's the premise of it. But I, I really enjoyed this film. I, I, I think it's I, I was enthralled and scared uh, throughout the whole uh, film. I, I haven't watched hardly any alligator like horror films in, like ever. So uh, this was like new for me. Mm-hmm. Um it was it was like uh, X with the alligator uh, times a hundred. Uh, what? Oh yeah 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 yeah. I get what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah yeah. Are they alligators or crocodiles? I can't remember. They're alligators. They're, They're alligators. alligators. Yeah yeah yeah. Crocodiles yeah, are she, from Africa. Yeah. Because she is very on the nose, but she swims for was it Florida State? Yeah. Gators, Florida State Gators. Correct. Oh wait, was it the Florida State Gators? <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> their, their mascot yeah, was the Gators. That's on the nose. Dang. Yeah. Um, no, no, I thought, uh, no, I, I, I thought this film was great. Um, uh, I mean, this was a fun one for me, uh, although the CGI uh, alligators were somewhat believable. I mean, you, you knew it was CGI, but I mean, it, it was somewhat believable and, and um, it, the CGI was pretty good. And uh, they had a lot of great uh, kills in it. Some very savage kills, thanks uh, uh, to the director who, you know, did The Hills Have Eyes remake. And that's a savage, savage film. So, yeah, it, it was fun watching um, um, a lot of people uh, die in it. I, actually, I only think uh, six people died in this film. Oh. Yeah, and so, like, a, you know, a lot of people died, six people. And uh, what would you guys think of the film? I. Uh... I I like this one. I've seen it before. I I really like uh, Crawl. I just think it's a lot of fun. It's it, it was really tight. Um, I I like the main girl. I like the relationship he, uh, that she has in it too with the um, with the father. With father, yeah. And uh, I just, you know it's directed well. This was actually uh, Quentin Tarantino's favorite movie of the year 2019. Uh, yeah. I, I got that in my notes. Yeah. 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 I, I didn't like it that much, but I, I thought it was a really fun, uh, just a really fun aquatic animals attack slash kind of movie. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a tourniquet movie. I mean, how many tourniquets are, are, are people going to have? in right. this film? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, the father's yeah. arm gets bitten off. And he's already done a tourniquet on his uh, busted leg where you can see the meat and the bone. It's just like placed, you know, sized up his leg and did a tourniquet. And then he gets his arm. I mean, I mean, Barry Pepper, the father, should have died. Uh, About long, four times. Four yeah, times. Probably. Easily. Yeah. Easily. Yeah. I mean, you know, just a loss of blood. I mean, I mean, and this is one tough son of a bitch. Well, yeah. he gets, you know, it's like father, like daughter. I mean, she makes escaping from an alligator look easy and and it's because she's been working her entire life and training for just this moment <laughs> if it wasn't for her training and her father calling her an apex predator since yeah. she was eight years old when yeah. she's competing in that that swim club she never would have gotten out of the situation yeah, by my count true. she should have lost an arm at least twice <laughs> easily and my question is he's, when all this like big ro- storm yeah why didn't they just the walk to the second floor or climb up on the roof? Well, I mean, I mean, the water was like going through the house. Nope. And they got they could have climbed up onto the roof at the very beginning of the movie, but I realized then they wouldn't have much of a film. So yeah, that's it's like. Well, he was stuck in the basement. I I kept waiting for some sort of horrific blood, you know, like an alligator actually eating somebody and tearing them apart. I got it, but I didn't get it until forty nine minutes into the movie. Oh, with, uh, with, with, with the, with the looters, yeah, with the, the looters. Cops. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. The, yeah. The cops, uh, one was uh, pretty good. Um, but the one with the looter where, um, his, his brother's still stealing or looting from, uh, the gas station and his brother's getting, got slammed up against the window. That was a huge jump scare. I jumped with that one and then he got slammed up against the window again. That was, that was brutal. It, it was some good alligator, uh, uh, kills, but I love the one where he's just staring um, at the flashlight flashing from the basement, and his yeah. girlfriend is getting eaten in in the boat. Right, <laughs> just as she's screaming. That was yeah. it, it. Was it was some fun kills in it? Fun kills. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. It's not one I'll watch again, but it was especially in. I might watch it again in comparison to the other four movies that we watched. I it was okay. <laughs> <laughs> No, I, I really like it. Yeah. So, uh, what's the next one? Well, yeah, let's go with Joe's uh, favorite film, Deep Star Six. That <laughs> <laughs> was, it was, like, I think, my least favorite film out of all yeah. of them. I know that. I, I, that was sarcasm, Joe. As, I, as I'm learning of, from you. I don't think I even took no. No, I didn't take a single note. You didn't Deep take Star a Six. single note for Deep Star Six. No. Well, let's. No. Uh, luckily, no, I did. Unacceptable. <laughs> So Deep Star Six, and this starts off the 1989 uh, phenomenon uh, where 1989 um, different studios all decided, I guess, in 87 and 88, hey, let's let's make a film underwater, a horror film underwater. 
James Cameron did it. Uh, Sean Cunningham, who directed Deep Star Six, uh, who uh, directed the original Friday 13th. Um, we have just a slew. It's 1989. Of, and that, well, yeah, 1989 um, is where a slew of directors just decided to release um, underwater film, which is absolutely insane. But yeah, they're all basically not the, <laughs> the same, same story, but it's very similar stories. Yeah. It's almost the same. They're all Leviathan. Deep Star Six and The Abyss are all about like uh, some kind of mining or scientific thing on the bottom of the ocean. They're all it's 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 like it's like everyone was trying. The reason why it's in 1986 is because I think everybody was trying to jump on the bandwagon with 1986's Aliens because it they all have a similar feel. Uh, mm-hmm. to it you know they're all eating you know breakfast or lunch and you know the, you have the captain you have the snarky uh uh crew member um you have the the females you know who's the scientist or whatnot and mm-hmm. it's 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 all the same thing so here's the plot um <laughs> the crew of an experimental underwater nuclear base are forced to fight for their lives when they find a cave and disturb a creature who threatens to destroy their base. And basically now I know, and I know this plot can basically explain the two other films that we are going to uh, discuss uh, in the underwater films that we got in 1989. But I believe that this was the first one that came out. I think it came out in January and, um, yeah, but there was a slew of these films in 1989. So we had Deep Star Six, The Abyss, Leviathan, uh, The Evil Below, uh, Lords of the Deep, and The Rift. And this is absolutely crazy, the fact that um, they all had the same idea um, and released all these films in the same year. What I think yeah. is crazy is you've been talking about this movie for five minutes and have not mentioned the fact that Greg Evigan is in this movie. Who's Greg B- Evigan? He was BJ from BJ and the Bear. Yes. He was also in My Two Dads. Wait, no, he's not BJ and the Bear. <laughs> yes, he is. Well, I know he's from My Two Dads. He's BJ and the Bear. Yeah, BJ McKay. The monkey, the monkey yeah. truck show. Yes, I, BJ and the Bear. Him? Yeah. Huh. Fucking, I love that show. That's yeah. him? Yes. Look it up. Greg Evigan. Oh, my gosh. That's awesome. Huh. I, I had no idea. <laughs> Matt, I don't think Matt even knows what we're talking about. I don't like BJ the, movie the Bears? Any more than that, but yeah, I know what BJ. I grew up at the same time you guys did. I, I know what BJ and the Bear is. Oh my god, BJ and the Bear was so good. I was so hooked on that show. That's him. Yeah, Craig Evigan. Huh. Wow, that's yeah. awesome. I wouldn't have recognized him as that. <laughs> I didn't recognize him either. That's crazy. No. Oh, I'm so happy about yeah, that. Yeah, I, uh, I didn't mind this one for the first part of it. I was kind of like, oh, this is, I mean, I, I was after Leviathan. I was like, this is better than Leviathan at least. But then it turned out to be not better than Leviathan. It, it was basically the exact same thing. And The whole uh, the whole movie is them just fixing the ship. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's like I was watching uh, Home Improvement underwater. You know? <laughs> yeah, it was... It was no. not well done. And the I, monster, oh, the monster. Uh, <laughs> it's so bad. Well, no, well, it, it's okay. It, it's a giant crab, right? I mean, that's what it is. I, I didn't think the giant crab was that bad because they, they didn't show much of it. They kind of had like the Jaws feel where they didn't show too much of it. But my favorite, what? I think they were just ashamed of it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's that. that you got a good look at it. That last Bruce scene. the shark didn't work. This was just embarrassing. <laughs> that last scene in the flooded compartment with the two women trying to get out or whatever. Like you got a pretty good look at that monster, and it was obviously practical she effects. She shocked it. She shocked yeah, it. Right. She was doing the <laughs> clear thing. Um, it obviously was practical effects, but um, but it was just it was so. <laughs> Bad. <laughs> my bad. no, no. My favorite character in this was Snyder, uh, the 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 Navy guy who, um, I mean, he was the most believable character in the whole one. Um, so Snyder is uh, he passed away. You've seen him in a slew of things. He was in uh, the Stand uh, TV uh, 
Um, I, oh, I believe in the nineties. He was in yeah. RoboCop. Yeah, he was in RoboCop. Yeah, so he's my favorite because this guy was the most believable character in the film. He did everything wrong. Okay, so he and never damaged, took the blame. Right. It, uh, he damaged the underwater uh, facility. He accidentally killed a crewmate when he uh, uh, stabbed yeah. him in the back. <laughs> his chest blew out. Um, yeah. And then he got in uh, an escape pod that wasn't ready to decompress, and then so he exploded. This yeah. is everything I would have done if I was in that situation. <laughs> Probably, yeah. But it, no, honestly, it's just because he was the most believable. Everybody's taking his stride as an alien. He's freaking out. He kills his own crewmate by accident because he's freaking out. He just goes, uh, and stabs the guy and his chest blows up. I yeah. loved him. I loved he's, him. Well, and I, I love that actor. He was in, uh, yeah. he's in, he's in Twin Peaks too, and he's really good in that. But, um, he, yeah, no, that, that, uh, that, that character was just awful, though. It was, and, it was all over the place. He's like, yeah. I'm, I'm out of here. It's like, don't go in there. You're going to die. I don't care. It yeah. just goes up and explodes. Yeah, I gave this one two, two and a half cuts. Yeah, it's uh, so this movie, uh, it, it was an eight million budget and it made 143,000 over eight million. Oh, 148,000. Oh, 143 thousand over eight million that's horrible <laughs> horrible it's not as bad as what leviathan's uh box office budget is which speaking of which should we move to that one next let's move on to leviathan let's is it leviathan or leviathan leviathan i believe leviathan yeah oh my gosh i'm rubbing off on matt so uh <laughs> so uh leviathan uh 1989 film directed by George P. Cosmates. Matt? Cosmatos? Cosmatos. Cosmatos. Thank you, Matt. Thank you for that. The father uh, of Petros Cosmatos. Who directed? Mandy. Mandy. Or I'm sorry, not Petros. uh, Panos Cosmatos. And he directed Mandy. And um, uh, under under the Black Rainbow. So... uh, the father, George, uh, who yeah. directed cult classics such as Sylvester Stallone's two films, Rambo 2 and Cobra, Love Cobra. And he also directed Tombstone. Did you know that? Yeah, yeah, I saw that. So uh, this stars Peter Weller from RoboCop, uh, Daniel Stern and Hector Alonso from Pretty Woman. You know, the concierge. This is an all-star cast. It is an all-star cast. You've got people from Beverly Hills Cop, Max Hedrum, The Girl from They Live, Ghostbusters, RoboCop, Home Alone, Rambo, Pretty Woman. Yes. I mean, this I just stared at the screen in awe of the the talent that I'm looking at. No, it was crazy. Yeah, it was it was Jenny from uh, Beverly Hills Cop, man. That was was fantastic. I was like, I've never seen her before in in, in another film besides Beverly Hills Cop. Yeah, I hadn't either. She's beautiful. I don't care what anybody says. I think oh, she's yeah. hot. And the only guy that I didn't recognize on that entire cast was the guy that played DeJesus. But yeah, I who's would, he from? I've seen him before. I don't know, but he's a dead ringer for Rami Malek. Oh! Mr. Robot? Yeah. yeah, a little bit, yeah. Yeah. With the eyes. Mm-hmm. My first note that I wrote down is, I have no problem with this film. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I did. <laughs> That was I was a I liked slog. it better than Deep Star uh, Deep Star Six. I didn't. I I, I mean really? I, I probably disliked them about equally, but Deep Star Six, I found myself kind of getting drawn into it for a while, and then and then not. But um, but this one, I it was a slog from the beginning for me. I couldn't. I I was like, I don't even know how I'm going to get through this. You got this, Stan Winston creatures yes. in this film. Yeah, Stan Winston, Matt. Duh. <laughs> He made a goldfish. It's it better been, than the crab. It was, been, a, it was a goldfish. On this one. It was <laughs> a goldfish. So the, a plot, so the plot of <laughs> Leviathan, um, big surprise, perched on the hull of a wrecked Soviet fre- uh, freighter, 16,000 feet deep uh, in the ocean. Uh, a mining corporation brings back dangerous cargo from the Russian ship, being exposed to some bad vodka, that infected uh, 
the crewmates transforms and mutates into a horrifying goldfish and attempts to destroy the rest of the crew. Because at the end, it, it turned into a goldfish. Because it, it was like a, a huge, like, heaping mass, you know, at first, because they would, like, mutate into each other. And then at the end, it was a, it was a goldfish, basically. It had, like, That's the bass lips. It was really bizarre, wasn't really it? Really weird. And uh, the dialogue in this thing is just so bad. Like, Daniel Stern's, like, creepy really lines bad. are just so It was like a play. Awful. It was like watching a bad play. Oh, Did you notice terrible. that blocking? You said bad, but I think you meant believable. <laughs> oh, no. I just imagine that's how Daniel Stern is if he's locked in a ship for six months at a time. Uh, this was like probably <laughs> two years before City Slickers, I think, came out where he actually kind of blew up. <laughs> right? I don't, yeah, I don't remember seeing him in anything, you know, because then he was in a lot of stuff. He was in that Cubs movie and, and he was in, uh, of course, Home he's Alone. He's in Chud, right? He's, he's in, in Chud. Home Alone and all those. Yeah. I don't know if oh. he's in Chud. Yeah. Oh, but. yeah, so that was before Home Alone. Yeah. Well, yeah. I don't remember what year Home Alone was, but I think it was early 90s, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was. Home Alone was 1990, so. Yeah. So a year right before. Yeah. Right before. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Stan Winston uh, did the monster effects. Um, uh, this movie tanked in the box office, only making $15 million worldwide on a $25 million budget. Ooh. I'm surprised they let. Uh, Cosmatos direct Tombstone, but I guess enough time had passed. But not that much time. Probably like seven years or something like that. Maybe, but, maybe but I I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it better. I, I thought it was more interesting than Deep Star Six. Uh, boy, I Matt, Matt yeah. the film you were referring to is Rookie of the Year. That was yeah, maybe that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. Great movie. Uh, what's you never the next would have got one? that if it wasn't for the for that, Leviathan. That's true. Yeah. yeah. What's the next one, Mark? <laughs> the next one's underwater. <laughs> Basically, the same story again. Yeah. But, but well, much better, I think. Yeah. But well, know. the plot. Hmm. What's the plot? A deep drilling station, thousands of feet underwater, unleashes monsters who go after the crew. Mark, did you do this on purpose? Pick stories. <laughs> No, I never saw underwater. I never saw underwater. I just there were a lot of there were a lot of really good like <laughs> shark movies you could have picked. Or... I I never saw underwater. I down. only I yeah. only picked the Leviathan and uh, Deep Star Shallows. Six because the Shallows it came out good. in 1989. So I thought it would be a nice comparison. I had no idea that underwater was going to be the same freaking uh, plot. Could have thrown an aquatic horror classic in there like Creature from the Black Lagoon. Yeah. No, we, we already did Creature of Black Lagoon. There's sequels. Yeah. But <laughs> I'll talk I'll talk about it later at, at, at the end, all right? I'll get back at you guys. So um the cast, uh oh uh the this is uh, uh directed by William Eubank, who is also known. I don't know if you guys seen this film, but if you haven't, I highly recommend it. Um, the underrated sci-fi uh, film called The Signal with Lawrence, Finch, Lawrence uh, Fishburne. Have you the seen s- it? The Signal? The Signal. Oh, yeah. I'm aware of it. I have not seen so it. So damn yeah. good. Riveting. Awesome. Is it's it better amazing. than Underwater? Yes. Way better than Underwater, in my opinion. <laughs> okay, so anyways. But no, Underwater was the best, of course, out of like uh, Deep Star Six and Leviathan. It was just done better. The special effects is done better. And I like um, Kristen Stewart. She's really grown on me. I think she's good. She, yeah, yeah. No, no. She, I, I, I really enjoyed her. Uh, TJ Miller, though, is in it. And uh, he was kind of annoying, but not as annoying yeah, as I he was. I was so happy when he died. <laughs> I was so I happy when he died. I, I wasn't too upset about... Um, I mean, I was a little upset that he that he died. He wasn't as as no, as annoying as he was in uh, Cloverfield. Cloverfield, he was super annoying. I assumed they didn't write a script for him. They just said, "Hey, yeah, just action. Be T.J. Miller. Be Ryan Reynolds' right hand man. You right. know, and, and exactly all your quips. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he wasn't as as annoying as some of his other films. I, I, 
it, yeah. he wasn't that bad. He wasn't that bad. I agree. Um, yeah, uh, some great uh, implosions, uh, people imploding, I thought uh, looked really cool. Um, the, the special effects, phenomenal, I thought, especially when Christian Stewart's being eaten uh, by uh, the underwater uh, creature. I thought that was fun how that all like ensued. But uh, yeah, it's uh, it's I, I I really enjoyed it. You guys, yeah. I mean, I think it's a a fun movie. Um, I I liked Kristen Stewart in it. I thought I I th- thought the the ending was a little you know, um, anticlimactic. Anticlimactic, yeah, a little bit. But I I thought that it was uh pretty, you know, I I felt like it set up a lot of tension, and I they put. Kristen Stewart in some some situations that I felt a little bit claustrophobic with, you know. Yeah. Um. So I I liked it, and I I you know I think um it of all of these that you did, I think I probably liked it second to Crawl. Yeah. Yeah. Joe, what do you think? Uh, I enjoyed the very beginning. I, I my first note was off to a great start, and mm-hmm. I just. To pull back the curtain, I wrote, uh, just as I was starting to get really sick of T.J. Miller, he got killed. So two thumbs up. <laughs> um, I really oh, come enjoyed... on. It was adorable with, with, with this stuffed animal bunny. I enjoyed the creature design on mm-hmm. this one uh, immensely. I thought it was fantastic to look at. I think my biggest issue with this movie is that out of the ones that we watched, I watched it last so it, it um, was more of just, oh, okay, here's another alien right. in the water movie. And then Kristen Stewart's got really short hair like Sigourney Weaver and Alien. And yeah, I guess so. so yeah. uh, I was no, just I, getting I didn't tired even of think the of that. Yeah. I guess, yeah. And they had her like in skimpy outfits the way they had. Uh, I, I yeah. did not mind that at all. Well, I'm just mind. saying, but it, it was similar, I guess, to <laughs> she Alien. She was very, but... very Ripley yeah. in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. But I thought I thought she did that well. Like I don't think any of the other people, men or women in these other movies did it very well. I thought she did a good job at it. Right. But uh, now take this same movie and take it from underwater and put it out in outer space and really just change the setting for aliens. Right. I mean that would have been it, it is. It, it yeah. even even the beginning of underwater, um, they're just showing the hallways of, of this space and it was just exactly I was like, Oh, this is just like alien they're yeah. just you know showing i was like oh this is yeah. an alien film and yeah. it, and that's basically what um i got from deep star six and leviathan mm-hmm. it, it it's an alien thing and we just did aliens i'm just going oh mark you're still on the alien thing i was like Ugh. but i mean it's I, I i just thought it was neat to do uh underwater uh fun fact uh with underwater this was the last 20th century fox film to be released before disney bought it oh interesting and it was uh filmed in 2017 and uh they delayed it because of uh the disney uh before disney bought and so it was released in uh 2020 and it was right before uh um basically locked down because of all the covid stuff uh happened Mm. so that was like one of the films to be uh last released Nice. Yeah. Uh, is that it? That's that's all. Oh, no, we movies. got one more. We got one more. We what got one more. What was the next one? Well, it's the best one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Humanoids. Yeah. That's right. Humanoids of the Deep, 1980, yeah. directed right. by Barbara Peters, uh, who is known for directing trashy ex- exploitation films in the 70s, uh, produced by Roger Corman. And of course, this stars our favorite hero of all time, Vic Morrow. <laughs> yeah. and music by james horner oh yeah. yeah oh yeah yeah that's true <laughs> that is true and, and that's a, he's a pretty big music guy for this movie yeah, i wonder if he was the one responsible for putting in ta ra ra boom dia to get the crowd all all riled up yeah i i have to say that the cop in this movie is the worst police oh, officer far. i've I, of any of the movie of all the horrible all police cinema. officers. Yeah, in all of oh, cinema. This is probably yeah. the worst wait. police officer in all of cinema. Wait, yeah. wait. Let's I love how... He doesn't, wait, even, he doesn't even wear a uniform coat. 
He right. wears he wears like just his own jacket over his uniform. Like he doesn't have a police jacket. Let's get into the plot. Let's the get into the plot. Just like, I brought this from home. Is this okay? Okay, so the plot, the this is a plot. 1980 film. The plot is uh, a humanoid sea creature start killing a fishing uh, town uh, res- residents. But what makes them worse is that they rape the women to impregnate them. That's the plot. Yeah, that's that's your plan. Okay, so back to that sheriff. Yeah, um, back to the sheriff. So I love how there's a fist fight breaking out in front of the town hall, and it goes on for a while. And then yeah. the way the sheriff handles it is he walks outside <laughs> and shoots a double barrel <laughs> shotgun into the air yeah. and arrests no one. Yep. Everyone just all right, go home. Time for everyone. No, he just he seems like he's annoyed that he has to do his job and just wants yeah. everyone to go home all the time. I, I believe the line was, all right, that's enough. Time to go home. My, <laughs> yeah, yeah. My note about him is that sheriff is worthless. Oh, yeah. No, he's the worst, <laughs> he's, worst sheriff. And, and it, when, like, hell, all hell is breaking loose at that summer festival, whatever they had going on. Yeah. And he's just walking around like, ah, there's nothing I can do about it. You know, basically, he wouldn't help anyone. He was just he's walking around with a beer in his hand. Yeah. He's yeah. walking around. And <laughs> while people are getting killed, he's just walking around. In his jacket from home. Yeah, in his in his <laughs> flannel jacket. Yeah. Can we uh, talk about can we talk about the tent scene with the with mannequin? the puppet? Yes. Who the hell brings Where a did puppet that come to from? turn on a girl? Yeah. Where did that it. come from? Yeah. I uh, yeah. For those of you who have not seen this, there is a scene where this uh, young couple go camping in this tent on and, the beach. Yeah, on the beach and. This guy pulls out a puppet or a marionette as like some sort of aphrodisiac to get her in the mood, and it works. And her she's clothes just drop everything. right off. And you see everything too. I was, yeah. I was like, "What? That's all Roger Corman, by the way." You know, and I, it brings up an interesting point. So I was reading the the trivia about this. So they shot this movie and then Roger Corman took a look at the, uh, the cut and he's like, there's not enough TNA in this and I could yeah. do better. And he basically went back against the director's wishes and added in all these new scenes. And I honestly, obviously the tent. It. Yeah. That that's that got was, Roger Corman that written all over blue, it. Out of the right. blue. Yeah. I would have loved to have seen this movie the- before he put all of his garbage in it. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. And then, and and then the mannequin's eyes moved by itself, like oh my god, you know when yeah. w- when the humanoid came in, I was like, holy shit, that was out although of left field. Joe, I have a feeling this movie wasn't good before the TNA. And <laughs> so, and How about so... the beginning of the film? How about the beginning of the film with the little fat kid and the father? He's going, yeah, fill it, yeah. fill up the gasoline, you, you piece of yeah. shit, you know, you lazy. And the There's kids are pouring the gasoline yeah. all over the place. Yeah, yeah. He's going, come on over here and help me. The kid this just, is... he's, he's 11 years old. He's just trying to read a comic book. Part Why is this... he even on the ship? Part of this reminded me a little bit about of uh, that movie we watched a while back called Blood Hook. Yeah. Remind, remind oh, yeah. A little bit of that. Yeah. 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 Certainly the way it was done. Roger Corman was also responsible for enhancing all of the explosives in this film, and it shows. <laughs> yeah. Wait, the, Mol- the Molotov cocktail. Some guy throws a Molotov cocktail, and you would swear he let off, like, the atom bomb. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The whole <laughs> yeah. thing exploded. The whole house explodes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> crazy yeah and at that end that ending scene I, first off like, we got to talk about the creatures too because yeah. there were three creature costumes that were made for this film and that's yep. all they had so they had to keep reshooting them doing yeah. the same things over and over again and the back of the head looks like a human scrotum i i gotta add that in there too. <laughs> <laughs> but it seems like at the end when the monsters are raiding the town all they're really interested in is seeing boobs yeah. yeah, they're constantly just going after the girls and ripping their tops off, and that's they're a bunch of Roger Corman's. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But, but how fun was it with the with the beauty queen? She's she gets her uh, her bikini ripped off, and she's just fighting uh, one of the humanoids. Yeah, with I forget what she was uh, fighting with, but she actually wins. Mm-hmm. She, she comes like a hero. You think she'd just die off the bat? She actually fights one of them and wins. 
Well, and whose bright idea was it to light the lake on fire when Wait. all the monsters have already moved onto the land? They're on what, the land. What good is that going to do? Right. And, and, and the lead character is going, come on, let's get on the boat, get the gasoline. And they're just throwing, you know, gasoline, you know, on the ocean while everybody's getting massacred on land. It's in it. And they keep going back. And then when they light it, it's just a little flame. It's yeah. nothing really even. It's like, did no good at all. That was oh god. Yeah, it was terrible. It was it was twenty five minutes of pure pleasure for me watching it because it kept going and going. And yeah. there was some like horrific scenes, like people's like necks, uh, guy's neck getting like torn apart, just blood just just coming. Yeah, down. I was laughing. I was laughing pretty pretty hard at this movie. Yeah, there was a scene where the girl was trying to drive away. I think to get help uh, yes. in a truck. She must have been driving for 10 minutes before she realized that there was a monster in the back of the truck the yeah. whole time. <laughs> like, you didn't just drop out of the sky, hey, you know? you know what? I got to salute the patience of that monster, though, Joe, because it, it, <laughs> it definitely took its, you know... Waiting for, for the right for, moment, yeah. For, for creatures the, that need to be in the ocean, too, by the way. They can, they can sure handle themselves out of the ocean. Yeah. But here's the thing, is that she stopped the car, or the truck, and the the humanoid fell and then she runs over it and she's driving. And then all of a sudden the, the monster's back on the truck and then she drives over the bridge and it, it explodes. It's like, was there two or mm -hmm. did the thing just get up and run after? Cause those things look pretty slow to me. Yeah. It's well, a it's fun hard, movie. It's hard running with a giant scrotum on the back of your head. <laughs> yeah. It's man. a fun movie. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> there you go <laughs> more like more like my episode <laughs> well good job mark this was yeah, a thanks. this was you, an episode we did. <laughs> i yeah. thought i this thought humanoids of the deep uh saved everything i those, thought it was it was a fun film fun those, film those were movies that we watched. This oh was this was an episode we did. <laughs> oh my god, Harrison Ford! Thank you so much. Why did it have to be Mark? <laughs> <laughs> you can't put me in a corner for this. You can't. It's not yeah. the nobody, last voice episode. Nobody puts baby in a corner. Mm. Well, you, you already know, did. It's a step up, Mark. It is a step up. Yeah. <laughs> um, what are you talking right. about? I I did the scream. Uh, uh, episode. You, you can't keep bringing that one up like eight months later, okay? Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't eight months later. Yeah, it, it was, was like in January. This is now. Was August. it in January? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah. Oh shit. Um. Okay. So next time is my pick, and I actually not really continuing the theme, but it's a similar theme, and uh, mine is going to be animals attack, and I've got some good ones. Acceptable. <laughs> oh, oh, acceptable. Most of them are movies I have never seen or haven't seen in a very long time, like uh, one of them. Uh, or, yeah, uh, there's only one that I've seen recently. Uh, so the first one is going to be uh, from 1976, Grizzly. Uh, and this is a the Jaws knockoff from 1976. And... That one is on Shudder, but it's also on Tubi if you don't have Shudder, so, or Hoopla, I guess, but I don't have that one. Hell's tubby. Hoopla. Tubby, uh, yeah. Tubby. In Jimmy's uh, <laughs> honor, Tubby. Uh, and then, let's see, next we have Alligator from 1980, starring the great Robert Forster, and that is also on Shudder. Can I ask a question real quick? Yeah. Is that, uh, I remember when I was a kid, there was a movie I remember watching where it starts off somebody flushed an alligator down the toilet. I don't know. I haven't huge. seen is that this one. I don't. Oh, I think it is. I think um, it is Joe. A baby, yeah. A baby alligator is flushed down a toilet and survives by eating discarded lab animals. Okay, I, haven't I, I, haven't I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it though. though. Since I was a kid. Yeah. I've never, I haven't, seen I've, I've never seen this one and I'm very excited because, uh, I Robert believe the poster it. art is it. There's like a arch and the alligators coming out of the arch, like a, a of a, sewer. yes, yes, that's it. Yeah. I've never uh, seen it though. 
The next one is a classic uh, that I haven't seen since it very first came out. And I, do, I honestly don't really remember anything about it. I try to picture scenes from it. I don't remember it. Yep, that's it. Yes. Oh, Joe, I'm so yeah. smart. Uh, and that is Cujo from yes. 1983. Uh, the yes. Stephen King classic. Uh, I think it's underrated. I, um, I, I've i seen it once, but it was I think it must have been like 1984 or 1985 mm. when I saw it. Is this really only the second Stephen King movie we've reviewed? I believe. Well, The Shining. The Shining. The Shining. Yeah, I think that's it. Yeah. I yeah. We've been holding off on Stephen King because yeah, we... Joe and I have been always talking about doing a Stephen King episode yeah. and we haven't figured it out. Yeah. Like we want to make it elaborate. We, we got to make it special it. Yeah. because we love Stephen King. Yeah. All three. I know James loves Stephen King too. So it's just such a plethora of film. Yeah. Uh, Cujo is not available on any streaming service for, you know, for free with the service. Uh, it is for rent on Amazon though, or any, no worries. whatever site that you use to rent. Uh, the next one is Razorback from 1984. This one also, unfortunately, is for rent on Amazon. I don't believe, unless you, you could check to see if it's on one of the uh, services, but it's not on any services that I have. So The hell is a Razorback? Razorback is a it's pig. Like a boar. It's, yeah, boar, wild boar. It's a boar? Yeah. That's what the Arkansas right. Razorbacks. Arkansas Razorbacks. Yep, they, their mascot is a wild boar. That's just another name for a wild boar. It's a fucking pig? Yes. But they're okay. these are they're super dangerous though. Like Razorbacks, you, you don't want to mess with them. They're they're actually highly aggressive. Um, okay. But anyway, uh, this is from 1984, uh, and then we jump to 2007. Rogue, 2007. Uh, this one, if you're in, if you're keeping track of uh, poster covers, this one has a giant like crocodile eating the word road rogue and here's my here's my discrepancy right now like you picked all animals you picked two alligators films what's it how is that a discrepancy well because i i picked uh two films for underwater that had to do with you know alien well three films with you know the same monsters. exact story no <laughs> well, I, not granted. these okay, all same exact story yeah but okay. I mean, with all animals, you pick two alligator. Films. I picked one. I what I how I outdid you, Mark, is that I picked all movies picked that good were, ones. <laughs> I picked movies that were highly rated by people that I respect. So, uh, son of a bitch, <laughs> I haven't seen Rogue, but I but a lot of Neither people I, I follow are giving it three and a half to four stars. So that usually means it's a fun one. Okay. Uh, and then. Uh, one that I have seen, and it's actually a personal favorite of mine, but your mileage may vary because I know there's mixed uh, – people have mixed reviews. The people I follow have it give it three, three and a half stars. I think it's a fantastic movie, and that is Backcountry from 2014. Uh, Backcountry. So Backcountry from 2014. One word, Backcountry, B-A-C-K-C-O-E. And what animal is it? Uh, bear. So I have two oh, bears. Bear. I have two bear movies. Two alligator movies and a Razorback and oh, two bear movies and uh, two alligators. Yeah, and a pig and a and dog a, and, a, and dog. a dog. Yeah, uh, and this one Backcountry is on Shutter or AMC Plus or Canopy. So you couldn't find a giraffe horror movie. No, they they don't have a lot of those. Yeah, don't no? have a lot of those. Mm. No. What about frogs? Honey yeah. badger. Yeah, Ocelot. honey badger. So yeah. those Ostrich. are the six. Again, Grizzly, Alligator, Cujo, Razorback, Rogue, and Backcountry. So we will, I'll post these on. Country. Yeah. On, I will. Bear movies scare the shit out of me. I will po post these on the Facebook so that you guys can see it. And awesome. And know what to watch. Also, follow us on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Twitter and the TikTok, which are. My the TikTok account is growing thanks to some well placed videos of of uh, the people out there on the TikTok. They love Jason. They love the yeah. Friday the those. I post a Friday the Thirteenth video and they blow up. If there's any violence in it, it usually gets muted or not muted, but uh, censored. 
yeah, there's like a, a cover over it saying, you know, yeah. sensitive you're, viewers. You're and then, Jason and that takes Manhattan. Yeah, that one took off today. Um, thousands of people have viewed it, but uh, and and we've gotten more followers. So please follow us there. Once we get to a thousand followers on the TikTok, then we can start doing those live feeds, and those are kind of fun. So. That'll be fun. I just like how we keep referring to it as the TikTok. Yeah, no, I, that's <laughs> we're so old. I purposely, yeah. I purposely call them all the that: TikTok. the Instagram, the Facebook, the TikTok, yeah. the Twitter. Yeah, the Twitter. All right. Well, anything else? I got no, nothing. I'm nothing. tapped out. Please no, go to fun. please go to www.cinescarehorror.com and buy merchandise. Support the show. It goes to a good cause. So I guess uh, we will see you next time. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. <laughs>